Next on WTF, we have a baby. <laughs> we have the toughest baby in carbon. <laughs> <laughs> Is she is she always just this good for you all of the time, or <laughs> she's like now about ninety percent of the time. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, yeah. When she needs something, it's it's evident. <laughs> yeah, right right now, she's good. <laughs> she's happy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I really could just do this for an hour. I feel like this would be the most compelling piece of content I've made yet. If it's just the cutest little baby making the cutest little sounds for a solid hour, we win the internet. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think Carbondale needs? Babies. Man, they're, they're great at bringing the joy. <laughs> we, we need more grunts. <laughs> I'm just can you, can you see it. us down there, love? Peace. Look, that's you. You, you gotta see that's, yourself. That's Mama, Papa, and Peace. Not yet. She'll get there. <laughs> she'll, she'll be in the middle of it. She'll be like, oh, I'm gonna go hang out with myself over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And this brings us to, uh, to episode ah. 14 of the WTF Carbondale podcast. Uh, I have Cree uh, Marquez, who, did I pronounce it correctly this time or did you I still butcher it. it? Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, and I'm gonna every time I pronounce your name, I'm gonna ask you again, like, did I say it correctly? Because I'm that awful a person. And uh, their lovely child uh, masterpiece, uh, who is gonna be the highlights of this episode, uh, where we interview interesting people about their interesting lives, and we tie it all back to this little old place we call home here in Carbondale, Illinois. Um, thank you all for doing the show. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Nathan. Thanks yes. for having us. Thank you Absolutely. for inviting us. So how long have you been in Carbondale for? Like, when when did you first? Well, I have been here since 2015. Oh, okay. So coming up on six years. Nice. I came here for school originally <coughs> and um, have stayed here uh, building a business with my <coughs> lovely partner, Marquez. Marquez. Myself, I came here in 2014. Um, man, I can say that I've been here for close to six years now. It's uh, it's been a great time. Oh, that's that's cool. And I'm sorry, I, I probably should have said before the podcast. I, I, I don't always go through all this. It's kind of interview format, like just us talking back and forth, and the camera kind of picks it up at an angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys, I mean, you guys, if you want to talk directly to the camera, please do feel comfortable. Oh. However, however you, okay, <laughs> however I was looking at to. the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I totally like I first looked at it, I was like, Oh no, they're looking right at the camera. I didn't say anything. Shame on me. It's a bad <laughs> host. Um, no, and, and just coming off the heels of, of, uh, the interview with, um, uh, with Randall and Megan and they like just moved here in March and like, I was like, Oh, did you guys just move here too and open the business? But no, you guys have been here for a while. So you like get Carbondale. It's not just like you guys came to town and you opened the business and, now you're here it's like y'all are ingrained yeah yeah we're, <laughs> we're, we're in deep yeah. now yeah we're in yeah. Deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're in deep too you were born here <laughs> yeah. people will ask you questions when you are older where were you born they'll ask you that for all sorts of different reasons and what are you going to tell them carbondale <laughs> <laughs> 
We're going to teach you microphones at an early age, Masterpiece. That is a Shure SM58. It is the standard in wireless microphones. Do not sit still. <laughs> just it all around. Now I've got to be more entertaining on my end. Like I've, if I don't, if I'm not keeping attention, shame on me. <laughs> unicorn. Unicorn. All right, unicorn coming in. Unicorn going out. Oh, oh, oh. ah. <laughs> so you guys both came here for school. Yes. Uh, were you pursuing anything similar to what the project Human X project? has been when you came to school or uh, was schooling kind of a completely different direction than, than what this project is? That's a great question. Um, I guess you can connect anything to anything. Yeah. You know, I came to SIU with the intention of becoming a lawyer. Mm -hmm. uh, so I studied political science and um, long-term vision, becoming the president of the United States. Yeah. And, um, my passion was to help human beings that I felt like were underserved and uh, they, they didn't receive the justice that they needed uh, within the judicial system that we have here in America. And, um, you know, fast forward to where we are now with Project Human X, uh, which is, you know, an art center and gallery. Mm -hmm. I, I'd say that the connection is still helping people. And uh, just being there as a way to um, put people in a better position than what they were in before. Uh, so some, you know, big difference, but still connected. Uh, for myself, I came to uh, Southern Illinois University ah. to study anthropology. Mm -hmm. Uh, and anth is the study of um, human beings. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, I loved primatology, so I wanted to study monkeys. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't really have anything to do with uh, an art business. But um, I, what developed was um, during my studies at SIU, I studied abroad um, uh, and I went to Madagascar in Africa to study lemurs um, and I developed a, a new love for actually learning about culture within the people that were there, learning their language um, and um, just being with people and learning how to make people happy. So um, while I was there, I had a project that infused art and developing the environment mm -hmm. um, with locals. And I gave an art experience to local children uh, in Madagascar. So when I came back to the States um, after that trip, I realized that I wanted to do the same thing. Uh, for the long term in my own community before I do it somewhere else in a like another country or even another state or another city like I felt like I needed to give back to my own community and I was good at giving um, this art experience to people and connecting with people so 
that's where the connection is. The anthropology, um, the art. It started out with monkeys, <coughs> but it turned into an art business. Right. I mean, arguably, evolution is where we all started out. Yeah. You know, the, the meme that's like, ah, oh, that first fish that crawled out of the ocean and onto land. Like, that's where all this started. Right. That was me, like, loving monkeys. <laughs> like, Art people. Yes. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that. And and on the other side of things, the... Uh, Art and Justice, there was, a, there was a piece on NPR earlier today that was talking about a woman somewhere on the East Coast that was, or that is, selling like high-end fine art, you know, the type of stuff that's selling for 500 or a million or whatever umpteen large amounts of dollars and actually using that to fund uh, restorative justice projects of some sort. And it's like, okay, cool. So that's what this is. Like this is high-end, rich people, artsy stuff that's all pointed towards like how do we actually help people with this transaction that we're participating in. So there's just as much of a connection. Like we can all draw lines and find a way where the two intersect. So yes, that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, uh, and y'all, I mean, baby, obviously what's, I mean, it, that's, that's, it, we, <laughs> I'm just going to jump right into the baby questions. Cause heck, <laughs> okay. the, uh, baby question. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you like about being new parents and what is like, uh, I don't know, being new parents in a pandemic world been uh, like, like, oh my God. <laughs> well, one thing. I love about being a parent is being able to be ah. goofy, like ah. <laughs> she loves it when we mimic her. We, I could do that all day with her. <laughs> we just lose time and worries i i was i was told a lot of things like before you become a parent you're gonna have to do this and then you're not gonna be able to do this anymore and uh -huh. your whole life's gonna end and it it doesn't feel like that it feels like i, I mean i've always wanted to be a parent anyways uh -huh. so it's pretty easy and um the pandemic part uh well the pandemic part makes it uh, challenging, but I am not, how do I put it? I'm not surprised that I've become a new parent in this time mm -hmm. because I always knew that the type of mother that I am, I, I, I know that I can take on anything. Mm -hmm. And this anything will be a breeze because I love my child and my family. So when she was born, March 10th, which was like right before <laughs> everything like shut down mm -hmm. um, and we were getting the news of it coming, I, I wasn't really surprised. I was like, wow, my, my baby is being born back then it felt like is this going to be the end of the world uh-huh and i was like okay i'm ready and i've i kind of 
foresaw this. Uh, I'm not sure how to explain it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll sign up. Though, right? <laughs> no, but I mean, that, you yeah. know, there are. You know, I, just, I, I do have a perspective uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you uh, for sharing that. I'd say it's been. I really don't feel faced by it. You know, like Chris said, in any conditions, I'm going to be the greatest father. I'm going to be here ah. to to love my daughter and to, or, you know, ah. son, should I have a son in the future? You know? Um, <laughs> she said, excuse me? No. <laughs> um, comment on that later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the marriage counseling portion next. I said, just had quite the session with um, with Megan and uh, with Megan and Randall, so I'm already hyped up on that. <laughs> like, what did we sign up for? <laughs> but yeah, you know, like originally, like Chris said, there was definitely this, um, you know, feeling of like, could this be the end of the world? Yeah, you know, you have to question it, and we uh we did so much research into. You know what was happening, especially with having a baby. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different ball game, and um, you know, because you know, there's there's the you know the myth that babies have weak immune systems. Mm-hmm. So the last thing anybody wants to hear when having a baby is that there's a, a virus spreading throughout the world. Yeah. So you know that definitely did put us on our, um, I guess you could say tippy toes uh, no to doubt. like protect uh, our daughter. Uh, but like there's something I wanna, that interests I me clarify like she doesn't I know you think she doesn't have a weak immune system she just uh, has a developing immune system absolutely thank you for clarifying that um, you're a good husband thank you <laughs> like, uh, to the crowd, to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I gotta have his back like you know What's, what interests me the most is that babies have developing immune systems, yet there's not a lot of babies that are being affected by the situation. You know, it's like you go to the grocery stores and the babies don't have masks on. Uh-huh. You know, the babies like are they're, they're they're okay, and it's just it makes it makes you really like wonder like, okay, what what is really going on right now? Like the babies are cool to go in the stores and you know places without masks. Everybody else does. The babies are surviving. They're just fine. Yeah. Like they have a 99.99% chance of surviving. Mm-hmm. So that has definitely bought, brought us a tremendous amount of reassurance yeah. uh, with this situation. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it was scary, but now now we feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you guys have to live it out. I mean, there is no, you've been, you've been only essentially <laughs> pandemic parents. Right, the whole time, like this is the life. There's no being scared of it. We gotta live it. And there ain't no choice here. Like, let's go. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, the the quarantine happened right after she was born. Uh-huh. So it was a a bummer that I mean, you know, a quarantine's happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. And we had to close down Project Human X for a couple months. But we always try to find the bright side of things. And after birth, you know, I'm tired. Yeah. And so is she. Yeah. And um, 
We got to spend so much time with her. The world just kind of let you have that instead of forcing you back out into transaction territory. Yeah. Have to run the business. Like the world said, it's on pause right now. She got all of our attention. (laughs) Nonstop. Even though she still goes with us everywhere. Yeah. We needed time to rest. I needed time to rest after birth. So that was nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, pandemic. (laughs) There's a bright side to everything. Yeah. You know, and um, I think that that's that's one of the, you know, the goals that we have in life. It's like when something bad happens. Okay, what was the bright side? Yeah. Um, But yeah, nonetheless, you know, so much. you know, thanks to everybody that's that's working through this situation, the doctors, the nurses, and everyone else to uh, save lives and protect lives. Um, and, you know, r- rest in peace to everyone that has... Okay. She wants to dance? <laughs> All right. We did so much dancing when she was born. Yeah, it was, it was fun. She likes this dance called the Papa Mama Bounce. <laughs> oh, it's like she almost broke right into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she heard pop, and then that was it. Feet going the right direction. <laughs> 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 so how long, how long before the transition project Phoenix has been open for? I mean, you talked about having to run into that and, you know, blessed with the time for family, but also the struggle of having to address a, a you know, a... a uh, you know, group centric business like what you guys run. Um, you know, yeah. I, I start off with the question: How long have you been? How long have you been in business for it? But really, the question that we get to is like, what has the experience having not just to raise the baby at the start of the pandemic, but raise a business at the start of the pandemic right. too? Been like? yeah, a it business is a like baby. a baby. Um, yeah, we we got the keys to um, the space where we. We're building Project Human X in September of uh, 2019. And, you know, it, it took us a while to renovate the space. Me and Cree literally did just about everything. And we, we had help from community members as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we took, you know, all of our our savings that we've made, you know, until this point. I'm 24. She's 23. Both went to college so you could imagine there's not you know much after that no there's only debt after college yeah that's all there is after college i was pregnant at the time pregnant you know so uh we opened in november on november 15th that's when we opened uh project human x and so with that being said uh we closed our doors it was march like march 20th that's whenever we you know, we came to the realization, okay, okay uh, this is this is becoming serious. Uh, we need to protect ourselves, our daughter, and the community as well. So uh, we were only open for just about four months uh, to start with. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you want, baby? Get up and down. All right. <laughs> Okay, see, she, I love that baby. Oh, she wants to explore. Okay. <laughs> oh, now, now, now the smiles are there. Oh, oh man. Okay. 
but to finish off this question, um, Project Human X would not survive without people. Um, like we, we definitely are a event business uh-huh. and um, it, it has impacted us tremendously. You know, we, we shut down for uh, just about three months mm-hmm. and, you know, things started to, um, you know, open back up slowly. We started no- noticing restaurants opening, bars opening. And then we were like, okay, um, it's, I think it's about time for us to get back in the ball game. Cause mm-hmm. if we don't, we're, we're not going to be able to, you know, open up again in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, we opened our business and we, without a doubt, seen a major change. Mm-hmm. Like we were seeing less than 50% of what we were seeing when we first opened. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's been uh, the greatest challenge as a business owner, um, especially having a, a new daughter um, and, you know, a, a new business. So uh, we've, we've just been having faith. I, I can, without a doubt, say um, this situation has forced us to become more creative than we've ever been. And uh, that's, that's another, you know, bright side to it. And uh, we're just super thankful for everyone that has supported us, you know, that has left their homes to come and have a good time at Project Human X. And yeah, so, so much gratitude. Yeah, you guys have been helping us stay open. Thank you, if you're watching us. <laughs> and so you guys are fundraising now as well, looking to keep the longevity of the business. Uh, if you can raise uh, what you're looking for, uh, what kind of a runway does that give you guys on the other on the other end of this? Uh, and I guess another good question is too, like now with the the rollbacks that we're in do, do you know if that technically affects you guys or i mean you're not a bar or restaurant you don't serve food or do those you know do anything that classifies you in that in that service is there still an ability for you guys to operate um when when other things may not be uh the new rollback uh we checked it out uh-huh. and we can still operate okay but we still have to have a limited amount of guests so back in the day before the pandemic we used to have i mean as many guests as we wanted but we'd do like 60 um that was the capacity Mm -hmm. now we stick to 18 the rollback i think says 25 Mm -hmm. but we're doing 18 yeah well that's that's reasonable does the uh does that room up there i mean i i remember it it you know, in, in multiple iterations, do those windows open to like allow for fresh airflow into the space? So, yeah. cool. so you've got you've got good, at least some good infrastructure options options there. You know, keeping you know, it's all about that airflow and circulation. Like Absolutely. If you can get if you can get fresh air in and old air out, safety is increased. Yeah. Absolutely, we have three windows. Uh, in our space that we keep open during events. Nice. And then we got the front door and back door, uh, which we open up as well. And then uh, we, we invested. Okay. So I'm right, taking secret right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a, another camera specifically for Masterpiece. Oh, I, I messed up. I messed up. I <laughs> next time. We, we know next time. That's right. Um, but yeah, we, Wait. like, even. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, e- even with, um, you know, the the financial stress we've been experiencing, yeah. uh, we made a big investment into some air purifiers Great. Um, that, like, you know, cleanse the air of viruses and bacteria. And mm-hmm. we put one in the front of the art center and one in the back, yeah. uh, just as, like, a, another precautionary measure just yeah. to make our guests feel comfortable. And uh, we, we d- definitely did not have the money to spend on that, but yeah. we were just like, you know what? It's, it's all about making people feel safe. Yeah. Uh, and also ourselves feel safe as well because, you know, we're, we're in a vulnerable position. We're literally putting ourselves out here in the community, serving, you know, everyone so yeah. that we can, you know, feed our daughter, feed ourselves. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's another thing that we're doing. You guys are, I, I love, I love how young you guys are too, like, and, and just going for it. Like, it, it's not, like, not everybody understands how difficult it is to be in your early 20s and, like, pursue business of any sorts, right? And whether it's, you know, by yourself, you know, as a couple or, you know, with business partners. And so I got to commend you guys on that too. Like, taking the jump early on, it's, it's tough. Um, I mean, his, his, do you feel like, you know, age has been an inhibitor at all for you guys? Do you feel like it's been more empowering to be, like, young and go and get this and, like, watching people just respect you because you're young and have the the tenacity for business, or...? I forget that I have an age sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. No. Yeah. I, I forget sometimes, too. Um, some, sometimes people... Uh, are like, whoa, you're in your 20s and doing this? Like, uh-huh. it's a little confusing. And they might be in a bit of a denial at first. Like, uh-huh. oh, there, there must be somebody else, you know, like a puppet or something. Uh-huh. Or, or you may be your older. But um, I've always had the mindset that I have to work for myself. Yeah. And... I mean, my philosophy is it's never too late. But since I know that already, why not start right now? Yeah. And um, I know that what I create will do good for humanity. And I want to do good things with my inner power and abundance that will be created. So why shouldn't I give it a shot? I mean, you can only try. Yeah. So, yeah, I thank you. That was a great compliment. God, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're. Are you videoing her right now? Is she on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad that you're picking up this component to the. Sorry, hey, don't get out of there. Get out of there. Is she touching something? No, no. She's she's oh. just uh, she's touching on the. The railing stuff. I just, you know, it, it may be dirty, but if you're good with her getting dusty and dirty, yeah, I let's, think let's we'll scoot her over. Okay. <laughs> Not too many germs. Just a couple of germs, baby. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> We're trying to teach her how to crawl. She's getting there. This may be this may be the point at which like it oh, all it, goes it, down. If, if she started crawling cool. today, we'd have to put the camera on her. It, yeah, it would be no, an awesome. If, moment. if that happens, <laughs> I'll, I'll come up there and we'll we'll break 
we'll break characters. So one, one of my one of my tricks is like you know I, I don't really talk about where we film just because that's my agreement with the folks that I work with, right? Is that like okay, it's the WTF Carbondale, it's a standalone thing. Like I pay rent for the space and whatever else, so everything's kosher. Um, but if if she starts to crawl, or if she stands up, I mean, I'm sitting here watching, and people are probably like, why are you, quit talking about this guy. Just like, give us the podcast. It's like, man, we're sitting here watching this guy do everything it can to just stand up or crawl. And the sheer happiness <laughs> is amazing. Uh, oh, my. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's really Almost. pulling for it. Okay. <laughs> she's like, gotcha. I know guys. she can get in the position. She still needs to learn how to. Yeah. Probably, probably give like a fall right over and like, where's my balance? Woof. She gets excited every time. Oh, got it. <laughs> I don't even. Remember she's like, what. I got the power. That's that's three that's three podcasts in a row with He Man Masters of the Universe references in it. So thank you for rounding out. I have the power. <laughs> I don't even, it's been so long since my kids were of, of just getting to walk age. I don't even remember what it was like the first, the first call is like now they walk around and keep themselves up on their own two feet all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're still walking. Right. Hey, yeah. You, wow. you haven't done something stupid enough to lose a leg yet. No. What, what is there to look forward to? I mean, there's, tons of things but oh yeah like, well, i like, guess why would you want to let a baby grow up any bigger than what the baby is i can get that <laughs> changing diapers <laughs> oh i love to change your diapers so. <laughs> i do baby i do yes i do <laughs> did we answer yeah. those last two questions I, think huh? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's all conversational. We're good. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 just I'm just as apt to spend the next half an hour just looking at this baby and like <laughs> making chatter around how adorable this child is, while nobody else other than the folks that are on your end can see. I mean, she's really like rolling forward, like she she's get, she's working to get up on her legs and like push herself up. Yeah. And this could just be the 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 wildest thing that happens right now. She looks like a ballet. Like, are you stretching? You stretching? Come here, come to mommy. Come to mommy, please, I love you. Or go to the unicorn. Oh, mommy. Keep it going. Huh? Oh, go over there. <laughs> <laughs> she, it's like the second that she rolls over that left leg, she's going to be going. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, she's yeah. Like, oh, I figured this out now. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're game on. <laughs> yeah yeah she, she's just getting stronger every day yeah she's uh she's now like in her little bassinet she'll uh-huh. stand she'll grab onto the edge and pull herself up yeah and it's just like you know the greatest thing to watch and she'll just be laughing like wow yeah do you guys see me you see what i'm doing you guys have like a like a any like the bouncer do you guys have any like the bouncer yeah, stuff? yeah we, ha- we have it we just haven't taken it out the box yet that that I've seen, I can I can feel that still still trying to figure out. Well, we bought this and we knew we were going to need it, but when are we going to pull it out of the yeah. box? No, I, I get that. Um, the uh, oh man, when when she does get in that though, and the bouncing up and down, it's gonna be like just pure leg strength. Every day will be leg day. 
<laughs> you know what? It's, it's time to take it out the box. Crawling. You're right. It's time to time to work them legs out. <laughs> okay. All right. I got my moment. My mommy moment. There you go. Mommy, mommy moments. Big deal. You're gonna be a star, child. You're gonna be a star. <laughs> we had to get that masterpiece is on the stage. That <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Is uh, are there any, are there any cousins or? Oh man, we're getting so close, so close. Oh, I just rolled just like a, an inch further over that left leg, and you're there. Yeah. Any any cousins or any any uh, any kids that are near age for her that she'll get a chance to grow up with or? Yeah. Yes. Uh, shout out to Tashi, uh, one of her besties out here in Carbondale. Mm-hmm. Um, getting ready to turn one years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah his birthday's coming up. Oh, that's great. Um, my cousin, uh, <laughs> my cousin got pregnant shortly after uh, I had Masterpiece. She thought that Masterpiece was so cute. So <laughs> <laughs> I need when, to go have a baby too. When, when you actually catch the baby fever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we thought COVID was big out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, people. Say, like they're gonna catch baby fever by looking at masterpiece so sometimes they like are like okay i need to stop looking at her like okay <laughs> but um that's malaya and she's gonna be born in january and um shout out to amelia mm-hmm. amelia is one right amelia i believe is she one. is one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh. she's got a little baby gang out here good she uh they little <laughs> baby baby gang. <laughs> baby <laughs> that's gang, good gang. <laughs> We run these strollers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You tell us. <laughs> they actually created a piece of art um, not too long ago. We dipped their their feet in uh, paint and held them in the air, and they just like you know did their little thing with their legs and created yeah. this really cool. Yeah, they're just look, looking at each other. Making noises, yeah. dancing on the canvas with their feet. Yeah, I'm surprised one of them like didn't break it because you know babies go with their legs and yeah. didn't like <laughs> make a hole in it. <laughs> well, in a in a digital world where everything is, you know, polished and and you know cleaned up through a lens, it's like. Something that's got presence of the hand, or in this case, presence of the feet, I guess. The, uh, <laughs> like, like there's something to be said for like capturing a moment that way in a way that is abstract versus capturing it in a way that is like a, just a one-to-one physical representation of something through media, right? So, I guess where I'm going with that one is, you know, do you feel like that's a big part of what you're doing is like working with people to capture like moments in time for them through the art without having to do it in, you know, wherever I set my phone at, like without the, like without the cell phone Mm. aspect of it, without the got to take a picture, got to take a video. It's like, no, you're going to take home something and hang it on your wall. Yes. I I like, I like what you just said. Just like it, it it expanded my imagination. Um, Cause I just realized we we really do get people to put their phones down, yeah. unintentionally. I thought about that. You know, <laughs> uh, of course, people they do take pictures in our our art gallery because yeah. you know they're they're surrounded by beauty, uh, and there's you know videos it's that are taken. Memory. But 
for the most part, people are just engaged in their painting. They're engaged in conversation with, you know, other people that are creating as well. And um, my, my favorite part about what we're doing is, you know, one, we're teaching people how to create new things or providing them a space to explore their own imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that piece of art, when they take it home, like you said, like, you know, normally you take a picture and then you capture that memory uh, that way. But when you look at the painting, it it reminds you of the memory that you had while creating it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to think about, oh, you know, I, I was there with, you know, my, my family or my friends and I remember you know the the laughs and the things we were talking about and how I felt. So it uh, it provides yeah. a good memory. So yeah, some people's paintings might make them laugh. They look at it, ha ha ha. <laughs> I remember that. And then someone's like, "What are you laughing at?" I'm like, oh, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> and my one of my favorite parts is it reminds people that they can do something. Yeah. Like they're they some people come in not knowing how to paint, which is valid. I didn't know how to paint at um, a point in time. And they leave with a really cool work of art. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, wow, I did that. And it shows your potential. And this is, like, not super-duper advanced either. Like, if you keep it up, you'll have a skill on your hands Mm -hmm. it's really cool having a space where we can teach people a skill that can benefit them uh, emotionally Um, they can even profit off of it Mm -hmm. too and that feels really good it feels good helping people learn how to just do something new that they didn't think that they could do before yeah and like boost their self-esteem i that's i love seeing that the the self-esteem boost the confidence that comes in it because when you take this piece of art home and you put on your wall and then like you have like i don't know a date come over and be like oh look at that that's really cool you're like well yeah well i did that i'm like oh and <laughs> is that how you lasso Marquette? <laughs> like is, that, is that how this worked? Did you walk in and you were like, oh, look at this art on your walls. That's nice. And she was like, I did that. And you're like, all right, well. <laughs> so, so with that being said, I guess this would be a great time to talk about uh, how, how I did fall in love uh, with this lovely woman. Um, so it, 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 what you just said is, is funny. Like, it, it's similar to how we met. So... What, what, what happened? <laughs> I'm loving all of this. Everything about this right now, like you're trying to be like cool. The baby's going. She's sitting here just being in love with both of you guys, and I'm just soaking up the scene right now. It's it's something special. Man. This, this, this is, is exactly like, what it's like at Project I didn't Human cut X. You off, man, but like, <laughs> yeah. So, um. Where, where should I start? Well, I, I'll get straight to the, the beginning. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, one one day, me and uh, my business partner Joshua Bowens, we had the bright idea of hosting what we. Okay, okay, I think it's time. I'll, I'll get it. Can you hear? I'll pick it up. Okay. 
I didn't know if she was having like, fun or having yeah. something to say. Sometimes she's like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, hi, baby. You're smiling. <laughs> you just wanted to be held. She's like, hey, I hung out with myself by myself long enough now. You like your 80s leggings? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, my love. <laughs> she said, give me that. What you doing with my unicorn? What you doing with my unicorn, daddy? What are you doing? Give me my unicorn mm. back. Right. I see it. I love so, it. So um, we, we started hosting art parties. And um, the, the, the goal was to um, bring people in our community together in a way where it wasn't surrounded by drinking or, you know, smoking, mm-hmm. uh, the normal ways that people get together in Carbondale. And uh, we, we just wanted to experiment and see what people have fun coming together and making art. Mm-hmm. You know, so we what we did is we put canvases on all of the walls uh, of one of my friend's apartments and we invited people. We had a table full of art supplies and um, the guests would be allowed to take whatever they like and create whatever they like. Okay. And uh, so during the first during the first uh, art party experience that we hosted, the the lovely Cree uh, walked through the door. And I, I still remember the moment like it was yesterday. Uh, she walked through the door with one of her friends and I was like, okay, yeah, I like I like her. You know, that's that's the woman that I want to talk to tonight. And um, she, uh, she, she started working on a canvas. And I mean, she was just, she was just, her creativity was just flowing. And it's, it's one of the most magical things to watch someone in the creative zone, and it, it was, it was the color she was using, you know, the the passion that she was using while creating. I just I just loved every moment of it, and all I could think to myself is I want to get to know her, you know, I, I want to talk to her, and um, so the the dilemma that I was facing was I didn't want to interrupt her her creative flow mm-hmm. at the same time, so you know I. I was I was tending to everyone, you know. I'm hosting the event, so I'm making sure everybody's good. I'm I'm still checking on her, watching this this beautiful piece of art develop, and then I I finally came up with this smooth idea to oh this smooth idea <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds smooth. When you call it a smooth idea, you go oh man, extra creamy peanut butter ahead. <laughs> So, so you, you can you can only do this at an art party. This you can only use this pickup line at an art party. So I, I I walked up to her and I said, "Would it be okay if I held your palais?" Whoosh! That's, that's right. That's right here. So it's over my head. Now you have my attention. You know, so, alleviate me. So I don't want to hold this palais. You do it. You do it. For, for anybody that doesn't Access know, a, a palais is where you put your paint at. So that's okay. that's where you you know you get your paint while you're painting. And um, she she allowed me to do so. So I was like, okay, that worked. So I'm, I'm standing there. I'm holding it. And I'm watching her create. So now I'm like, okay, what do I say next? Like, I, I didn't think that far ahead. Um, so, you know, I, I asked her just, you know, a few few questions. And my, myself, I like to, like, 
I like to get straight to the deep stuff, yeah. you know, like, you know, cut the small talk. So I asked her, I asked her something and I'm, I'm just listening to her and I, I loved her responses. Uh, so I, I like to say that I fell in love with Cree's beauty first when she walked through the door. Then I fell in love with her creativity uh, when I saw her at the canvas. And then I fell in love with her intelligence uh, after I finally had the opportunity to get to know her. So that that goes back to you, you, you what you were saying about you know so nice. the, the piece of art earlier. That's that's just that's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> I have to hug you after that. Mm. I love you. You're so sweet from day one. Mm. So, Kareem, how do you recall attention. the story? No, that's I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> He's too he wants smooth. to hold my palette. <laughs> sure. You can hold it. Was the friend And then you were I turned with? around and smirked. What? I <laughs> <laughs> oh. said, He's handsome. He's asking me lots of questions. Not just questions like uh, usual. I mean, what's your name? You yeah. got another name, but not like, what are you doing after this? There was none of that. <laughs> I I like that Marquez presented himself, and he was like, take it or leave it. I'm going to be just fine. And what that shows is confidence. Um, I actually came to that party not wanting to talk to any guy at all I made a vow to myself that I wasn't going to date for another five or seven years and <laughs> I fell in love with Marquez he I he was the smooth you were smooth <laughs> and acts of service is my love language yeah. and that's what he did right off the bat I had a problem holding the palais and creating at the same time <laughs> and he found a solution for that so um from then he just showed me more and more of himself that i i loved there's one small thing i don't know if you remember this but i used to have this really creaky coffee table that would like shift back and forth <laughs> uh-huh and I remember one day Marquez came over with the toolbox and fixed it. <laughs> and it didn't shift anymore. I said, oh, my God, he's the one. Well, I, didn't even, I didn't have to ask. He just came and fixed it. And I was like, he must really like me. I was just tired of the table. I just wanted what? to fix it. No. <laughs> oh, Okay. I mean, that's just what kind of guy I am. If I see something that needs to be fixed, then I'm going to fix it. That's good. That That is good, though. <laughs> I wouldn't want it, it in the, a marriage. I wouldn't want it to necessarily just be about me. Like, if you do see a problem, it is good to just go fix it. And that's what you did. So that was a good sign. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope there's a woman or a man or any person out there that watches this and hears you say acts of service is my love language. 
and didn't know that about themselves before hearing you say that and then is able to turn around and go i get myself now because i feel like that's a that's a pretty like introspective thing to understand about yourself right like the thing that draws me into another human being is like the way that they attempt to you know help the world around them mm-hmm. right and so having that self inventory and having all the right moves <laughs> come together all at once i mean that's that's a pretty it's a pretty significant thing i dig that I think that a lot. Marquez is a walking like act of service. He's a big old act of service because he wants to. I mean, don't let me fully speak for you, but I know that you want to help people. You want are on a mission to help humanity in whatever way you can, the best, and um, that's. You show in like little ways in our relationship, and I see you doing it with other people, and it's just going to get bigger. I just wanted to say that you were a big whack service. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like that. I was like, oh, I, I love this woman and her language. Yeah, you're walking active service. Was there anything that I mean drew you to be that person? Was there, or is this just like a natural? You know, there, there's no there's no events or series of that's brought you this way. You just were kind of born this way, and this is who you are. I give I give all uh, credit to my mother and my father, but specifically my mother, um, because she she raised me by herself uh, since I was um, just about five years old, and I mean she just she she was an incredible woman that taught me everything that she knew about how to be a good human being. And um, at this point, it's, it's just natural. You know, I just, I I care about the feelings of the human beings around me. Um, and I, I, you know, some people call themselves empaths. I, I guess I guess I could be considered an empath. I, I just genuinely want to be a source of love peace and joy for for those around me and then you went and had this beautiful little baby that everybody cares for (laughs) (laughs) now was it was it your mother that was a filmmaker was it your mother that's a filmmaker that was my mommy shout out to vic lee (laughs) (laughs) has she has she always been a filmmaker like growing up like she was always in that line of work even when you were a kid or is this something that she developed into as you were getting older she um she has a baby picture of her playing around with the camera and she uh when i was a kid i grew up going on her sets uh-huh. uh time to time <laughs> oh. oh no it's okay my love oh, oh, oh my child did, did she finally do it yeah she rolled those she- <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Okay. I know. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. No, and you feel it too because now you just watch your baby hit their head and like crying. 
and every bit of pain that they may feel that you feel so much more through emotion. It's just, oh. used to tell me about how much I used to hit my head as a child. Uh-huh. And uh, she's like, you would hit your head so hard sometimes that I would really just like question, is this child going to be okay? So I, I'm just I'm just thinking about that now. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's something that happens with babies. Yeah. You know. You're just going to hit your head. Yeah. And, and you learn how to not hit your head mm-hmm. through the process. Oh. Yeah. You just should just come right back up and just be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, and I, that, you know, that's why baby skulls are also, you know, nice and smooshy, soft, and we can take a little thump here and there mm-hmm. and work out just fine. Oh, uh, but hey, we've, uh, you know, we, we, there's some sort of, we've documented the thud. We'll go back through the podcast when it's all said and done, and we'll know the time at which that happened when we just hear, doom. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be like, Damn. I've been watching her. That was the one time I was. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to hop in real quick with uh, with masterpiece and wave goodbye to the camera once real quick? And we'll we'll cut it off so you guys can do diaper change and all that fun stuff. Or do you want to do diaper change and keep talking? It's up to you. Oh no! Well, you 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 did you did a, you did a, uh, you were checking. I wasn't sure if she had a. Uh, and we're I mean we're about we're about an hour in. Uh, I'm just I'm not. Uh, we can both talk for as long as you guys would like. Mm-hmm. Or we can talk for as short as you guys would like. Okay. And however you would like to handle Masterpiece now, take your time. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe we could go for a, a quick diaper change and then we can get back into it. Yeah, cool. So uh, I'm going to pause yeah. this, which is not something I normally do. Okay, yeah. Um, and Soon. Soon. <laughs> soon. You'll be ready soon. Whenever she rests her head like this, I know she's going to be fine. All right. Okay. Keeping, keeping kids on the sleep schedule. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our, our, again, our, our kids are 10. I mean, just making sure that they go to bed at 8.30 every night is like, that solves so many other problems in life. Just a good sleep schedule for the kids. Yeah. Ugh. It's more important than you'll ever know. So just a little parental advice coming down the pipeline. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not now. Start you know? now. Maybe, yeah, no, no. There's there is no regular sleep schedule at this time, <laughs> but like, you know, five, seven, ten. I'm sure thirteen, sixteen, eighteen, and beyond is still like important times. I don't even know like when when to start bumping up there. Like they're ten now. Do I start bumping up their their ages? Their like sleep times when they're eleven, when they're fourteen, when they're like, or just when they decide that eight thirty is not a good bedtime anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to answer that question. That's such a great question. I, re- I remember, um, you know, my mother, she definitely, she was, she was strict, 
but there was flexibility. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was like a, it was it was balanced, yeah. I'd say. Um, but my bedtime was definitely like ten o'clock for the longest time, and I would just, you know, I'd be in the bed at ten o'clock, and I'm like, I'm not ready to go to sleep yet. You know, like like imagine somebody telling you to go to sleep right now. Yeah. It's kind of like, no, you know, I'm not ready yet, and. Um, I was wondering, like, when am I going to be able to stay up later? So I'm imagining yeah. you as, like, a little kid, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, you, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only kid. I, I go in my room, cut off the light, get under the covers, cut the TV off like I'm going to sleep. And then whenever, you know, whenever you think the coast is clear, you cut the TV back on, but you'll cut the volume down. You know, so so you're just in there, you know, watching it on like very low, uh-huh, or sometimes just, you just have the sound off. You're just you're just watching. So I'd be, you know, just just laying there for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's that's a great question. Like, when do you upgrade? Like, you can stay up a little bit later now. Mm-hmm. The worst part, the worst thing was when I would I would do that too, and I would turn to Disney Channel. I love Disney Channel. I was a kid. But if I had left the TV on loud, if I turn it back on, it'll just be boom, loud. Like, hey, what's up? And next time we're going to be like, ah, ah. That little up, kid, like, turn down, turn down, turn it down. Mm-hmm. And my dad was real strict. He'd be like, Queen, take your ass to bed. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd come in and I oh, and I pretend to be asleep. I, like, I know you what. <laughs> Thank you, that. I'm, uh, I'm real. Uh, our daughter, she, every tablet, she, I got words for my kids right now. I got words for my kids. I need to not say these words on a podcast that people are going to listen to or watch. Um, she'll, she'll, she'll hide under her covers with an iPad, with a Kindle, with a switch, anything portable and electronic. And she's, she's going through our like drawers and stuff. She's like actively looking. It's like we're hiding things at this point, right? Like, <laughs> I have her i her iPad, her iPhone. It's whatever the the small, the super, like the phone sized, but iPad, iPod. Maybe it's an iPod shuffle. Like iPad yeah. Mini. There you go. It's ball, ballpark something like that. <laughs> the like I, I I took it from her and I like put it in my desk, like my desk, like. Parts of the house that I don't open or go look at because I don't need it. There's no reason she, but she went in and she like pulled out of this little drawer. It's like, woo! And she's good. She, but she's good about not leaving breadcrumbs. Like <laughs> it, it took uh, it took us finding the i the iPod to know what she had done. And it's like, okay, I want to be mad, but I also want to like. Acknowledge that these are earnable skills that you have if you're able to be this sneaky. Oh gosh! But you need to use your powers for good. Yeah. <laughs> use your pow- use your sneakiness for good. <laughs> uh, no, so I so I do I just because I'm, I'm I'm interested in the in the subject. The mom, mom is a filmmaker, so you grew up on the you grew up on sets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid. When you're a kid, sometimes you don't appreciate things. You, in hindsight, I do uh, appreciate being exposed to that environment and my mother's creativity and her 
her willpower to chase her dream. That's definitely a huge part of why I'm not really afraid to chase my own dream. But um, back then, like, if anyone's ever been on a movie set before, you know how it is where you're going through one little scene, one little line, and cut, do it again, cut, 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 do it again, 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 again. And me as a like 10 year old kid, I'm like, oh, when is this going to be over, mom? I want to <laughs> go home. She's like, Cree, like you are very lucky, lucky to be here. Like, don't complain while you're here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to go home. I just, I didn't understand. But as I got a bit older, I was um, her assistant, nice. <laughs> her, her PA on, on set. I was there to help my mother with whatever, um, if like a role needed to be fulfilled. Sometimes I was a boom, boom person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've actually helped my mother film things with her, uh, with my camera or, or her cameras. And, um, I've just seen how a movie develops from start to finish. Yeah. And it always starts with my mom, like, just doing something like cooking. She's like, Cree, what do you think about this? What do you think about this idea of like one of her latest films of uh, a woman who has two boyfriends mm-hmm. I'm like okay mom that sounds cool <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes and writes about it little by little every day then she's like well now i have a script for it I'm like oh wow you did that and yeah. then it turns into an actual vision of art on the big screen and I, I love that about my mom. She She's always told me, like, when you have an idea and if it's good, make sure you actually execute it from start to finish. Don't not finish it. Unless it's a shitty idea. But <laughs> if you've got a good one, like, you have to put in work to make it um, into reality. And she does that all the time. Yeah. So, shout out. <laughs> Moms. So here's, a, so here's a, a tough question on the other side of that, right? Because it sounds like you both have been, you know, gone through some some level of conditioning on the back end that has brought you to this point where you are young entrepreneurs and business people with vision, right? Um, and like, let's say that the initial run of the Project Human X project, and I say initial run because projects grow and change all the time and it's never defined by a single physical space, right? But if this initial iteration of the project doesn't go through to the next stages like you want it to, like, how are you guys going to feel about it? Ooh, that is a tough question. Uh, it's going to. There you go. Yeah. That's... That was what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it. Like, this project will last forever. Um, art, you know, th- this this time period has helped me realize the the perspective that the masses of human beings have on art. And right now we live in a time period where many people don't see art as essential, mm-hmm. but art is. And mm-hmm. we are, we're like, we're making that known. 
uh, through the work that we're doing here in this community. You know, art is without a doubt the, the greatest way to connect human beings. And um, I like to call it the great connector. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to make the, the best art center that we possibly can here in Carbondale, first and foremost. And we're going to learn a lot. You know, there's gonna to be tons of trials and tribulations. We've already experienced more than you could ever imagine. Um, but we're going to take, you know, this, this beautiful project here and we're going to replicate it and build art centers in other communities around the world so that everyone has access to a space where they can go and create and gather as a community and celebrate, you know, the different cultures of that community and the creativity of the individuals in those communities. So, um, yeah, n nothing's, we're going to do it. I don't see yeah. myself giving up on it. The, the question asked, like, I see it looking different, mm -hmm. maybe in different places. And who knows what else we want to implement into Project Human X. Like, okay, this new art center also has a dance studio. Like then it's transforming into, oh, Project Human X is a little different now, but Project Human X itself, I don't see dying because Mark was and I just don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> we just, uh -huh. we're not gonna yeah, my, my uncle, <laughs> he, uh, he said this to me one day and it really like, you know how sometimes somebody says one thing and it just like shifts your perspective and mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I needed that idea. <laughs> um, but he said, there's no stop signs in God's world. And that really, that really stuck with me. Like, just speeding? <laughs> just <laughs> he's not, he's not speeding. He's just not stopping. Yeah, <laughs> just, just not stopping. You know, like you, you, you can slow down, you can change direction, you can, you know, speed up, but the, the, the point is, is that nobody can stop you except for yourself. Yeah. I love to end these on like a lesson that is very clearly framed. And I think you just nailed it. <laughs> he always has big things to say. That was, that was, <laughs> that was really motivating Marquez. You guys have big <laughs> things to do. I mean, your words got to match your vision and your vision's got to match your activity. And I think y'all got that. So I'm confident. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But before we end this, Absolutely. I would like to give you um, gratitude for being who you are as a human being. Uh, I've only had the chance to interact with you now twice uh, in person and you have incredible energy. It feels good to be in your presence and, um, uh, just thank you for this opportunity for us to share, you know, a portion of our story with this community and thank you for what you're doing for this community. Uh, so it, it really is a pleasure to be collaborating with you. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm excited for what we've talked about. And I, I love even more that we didn't talk about it at all on the podcast, right? Because now it'll be the last little like golden nugget here of like mystery until, you know, we kick off on the other side of things. But, um, you know, it, I, 
I can't be the person that I am without the community that this is, right? Like I'm, it just, I'm so wrapped up in the identity of the town itself, like, because this is all I know. And like, what I know is folks like yourselves, like coming here in one way, shape or form for one reason or another, and then finding like their purpose in life and then properly pursuing that. So like, thank you all for being here and doing what you're doing, uh, because it is the energy that I, that I feed off of myself. So it's a, yeah, no, it's, it's a reciprocal feeling, uh, and equally likely a, <laughs> the reciprocal, the, the reciprocal nature of the relationship as well. Now I'm getting all tongue tied up, getting way too emotional on this. This is the second <laughs> time I'm going to cry tonight, uh, filming the podcast. We're done. We're done. We're moving on. This was episode number 14 with Cree, Marquez, and Masterpiece. It was wonderful. Project Human X, you should support them. You should see what's going on. You should absolutely stay in tune and in touch with their story because it's an amazing one. Uh, and it's only going to get more full uh, and there are only going to be more pages uh, moving forward on uh, on in their... Again, I'm getting all tongue-tied as I'm trying to outro this and get all like clever again. It ain't happening. Whatever. There's more to come. Stick around. Keep watching. Not just WTF Carbondale, but these folks right here and what they're doing at Project Human X. Have a good one, whatever that one may be.